Welcome in once again to the Buncombe Street United Methodist Church podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ashley. I'm the director of congregational engagement here at the church and the host of this podcast each and every week. Today, we're continuing on in our Back in the Habit series. I'm excited to welcome on to the podcast this week, Mignon Fowler, who is our Director of Missions and Outreach here at Buncombe Street. Mignon, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be here today. So we are in this Back in the Habit series, and one thing I like to do with folks when they come on for the first time is get them to share a little bit about themselves, how they got into ministry, and how you got to Buncombe Street, and then a little bit of the 10,000-foot view of what you do from day to day at the church. Sure. I think um, how I got here is maybe a little bit of an unusual story. So I spent 25 years in the inter- interior design business um, in the Southeast working with builders and developers on um, creating communities or neighborhoods. Um, and then somewhere in my late 40s started feeling a call to do something that I felt like served the kingdom a little bit better. Um, our family had also become really involved in mission trips and serving the church. So there was a period of about five years of what I would call discernment and prayer and God really um, taking away the joy of design for me. And um, so when we moved to Greenville, um, I considered starting a design firm here and had lots of people ask me questions about it. But I remember sitting down at the breakfast table one morning um, in my time of prayer and devotion and just said, okay, God, um, here I am. Tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. I won't argue with you um, if you just show me. So I finished the prayer and I hopped on my phone to the Greenville Today app, like I normally do, um, website, and was checking um, the news of the day and happened to see a nonprofit volunteer part-time link. So I clicked on that and for some reason that took me directly to the Buncombe Street UMC posting for a full-time director of missions. And I remember thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding. (laughs) One, I don't really have the skill set, I don't believe, for this. Um, And two, full-time church work is something I had never considered in a million years. So, but I I had agreed not to argue. And I was convicted of that in the moment. So I called the church and I got Roy Mitchell, uh, who was the uh, pastor of... Uh, discipleship or Christian education and I told him the story I said this is who I am I have probably a 10 years of experience in the mission field just as a lay person um, through the church Uh, this is what I've done but this has been my entire career and I asked him do you think I should apply and he said yes I think you should so what do we do when we're uh, trying to figure out how to do something new we Google I googled church resume. (laughs) Yeah, because it is different. Church People who don't know, church resumes are very different than business resumes. As someone who has worked in both sectors, 
going the other direction, trying to convert a church resume to a business resume is not always the easiest thing. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I hadn't done it. I had owned my own company for 25 years, so I'd had no need for a resume. Um, anyway, what was really interesting to me is when I started building the resume and all the things that God had led me to do over the past 10 years, I looked at it and thought, oh my gosh, maybe I do have this skill set. And it had never occurred to me. And I had actually taken um, a little bit of criticism doing some of um, the variety of missions work that I did at my past church. People wanted me to focus in one area. And the way I decided what to do or what trip to take or what to what um, initiative to um, uh, kind of lead, it was all through God. And so what I realized is if I hadn't had my finger in all of these different areas on all of these different trips with all of these different organizations, I wouldn't have the qualifications needed for this job. So all of it was so interesting. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, as you know, I went through the interview process and here I am at Buncombe Street um, and it's really been a gift in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. It's so interesting how God uses your gifts and talents from a corporate life and blends them with your heart for um, service and for the world. And, you know, I've learned a lot since I've been here, but it, it's been great. So with this series called Back in the Habit, we are focusing on folks getting back in the habit. And we'll talk a little bit more specifically what that looks like in terms of the church world and, and in your area of service. Um, but just because it's the beginning of the year and people are getting back into the habit of a variety of things because it's New Year's resolution season, um, I would be curious if you have any particular things, habits that you are looking to start, continue, or strengthen this year in 2022. Yeah, I think one in particular for me is I've always had a morning time of devotion and prayer and talking with God. And what I've noticed in the past couple of years, I don't know whether it's been um, working full time outside of the house in a church environment or if it's been um, the effects of COVID and the pandemic or if it's a combination of the two, but I've lost my... Um, my ability to just sit in stillness and listen for God. So I open all my books, I open the Bible, and I feel busy in my devotion or prayer time, but I'm missing the stillness. So what I decided to do as a goal for 2022 is really commit to getting away, going outside of my house, leaving my phone. Um, a lot of times where uh, I hear God is when I'm out for a walk. And so just kind of committing to taking that time each day. It doesn't have to be long, but just 20 minutes where I'm outside clearing my head and saying, hey, I'm here. You know, what do you want to tell me or what do you want to talk about? And he may tell you to leave a career in, in design <laughs> and jump on a church staff. So you be, never know. So you have to be careful. <laughs> you have to be careful when you ask God to tell you things, because sometimes if he tells you something, you got to listen. So, um, no, that's great. I love that. So this series, we are honed in on the text in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, that says, And let us consider how to stir one another up 
to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So we are focusing on this idea of getting back in the habit of gathering together and talking about what gathering together uniquely offers us. And so today with you, we want to talk about what the the aspect of gathering together offers us uniquely in the realm of service, this idea of service. So the first question I have for you is, what do you love most about this aspect of gathering together as the body, that being service? I think my answer may be a little bit different. So in all the years that I've worked in missions, um, we're usually focused on bringing people from lots of different people groups and age groups together to, you know, pray together, serve together, to work together. And so what I love the most is kind of creating um, events or uh, work days that where people can come together from all walks of life. And there's something magical, I think, that happens when you gather people together that are very different and you put them in an environment that maybe is a little uncomfortable. Um, You bond and you learn from each other. And for me, that's the... One of the most important things about missions and serving together is learning and learning about one another. And I feel like that creates compassion and empathy and all of us could use a little bit more of that. So Mignon, we have something really big happening in our church with missions and outreach coming up in March. I would love for you to talk a little bit about Missions Impact Weekend and how folks can get involved. Yeah, um, Missions Impact Weekend is March 4th through 6th, and our theme this year is STIR, because we hope that God stirs up the Holy Spirit and we all feel um, a fresh call to serving. Um, But it's such an exciting time in the church, uh, the Missions Impact Weekend. It's when we invite all of our missions partners to come to Buncombe Street, and we offer all kinds of events. We offer large events, small events, something for everyone to plug into, but we really want everyone to come and support our mission partners. Um, That's where they are gonna feel the love and encouragement from all of us because what they do is hard. Um, So to find out more about it, go to our website. We have on our main page a blue button that says Missions Impact Weekend. Click on that and it will give you the full schedule of events. Registration is open now. If you have any questions, you can always email me or call me and I'll be happy to talk to you. But we are so excited and we hope for a great turnout. So... Aside from obviously what you do day to day and and managing the the missions and outreach initiatives here at the church, how has service in the church impacted your life? And, you know, you talk about kind of all the things you did in leading up to God's call on your life and, and the breadth of that. So I think that's a piece of it, but would love to hear maybe what that, as you looked back on that list, like what what do you recognize as the impact of that overall on your life? Oh, it's been huge. I mean, and it's not just me, it's our family unit. Um, There was a time, it was when our kids were in middle school, late middle school, um, and our 14-year-old, I think she was early in her freshman year of high school or maybe the end of middle school, I can't remember. Anyway, um, 
she went to Haiti. She was making some unwise decisions at that point. And we as parents kind of threw down the gauntlet and said, you have two choices. You can go to Haiti with the church or you can sign up to go on Outward Bound. And she chose Haiti and she came back from that trip. We didn't go with her. She came back from that trip a different person, completely 100%. And that acted as that kind of spark or that ember in our family we wanted to experience or understand what had happened to her or through through that trip. So we all signed up um, to go on a mission trip together and it, it completely changed our family. Um, it, it changed our perception, it changed our outlook, it changed how we look at each other. Um, and we kind of dedicated the next, I would say, six years to traveling together as a family on trips. And um, it changed, you know, what the, what our children wanted to do with their lives. Um, it kind of gives you a global perspective. You become global citizens of the world. Um, yeah, it, it just changed everything. So... When we're focusing in on specifically service here at Buncombe Street and and what we offer, be curious to know from you what are some from your perspective. What are some specific? Um, you know, we talked about this word unique. What are some unique ways we offer service here at Buncombe Street? And maybe unique is not the right word, but um, just specific ways that we approach it and ways that we we do it um, in the context of of the ministry that you're leading. Yeah, I think Buncombe Street is unique. I think probably every church has some unique um, missions features, um, but especially Buncombe Street. It's been here for so long, since 1834. It has served as um, a building block for a lot of local nonprofits. Um, and through that, you know, for instance, we have Crisis Ministry on our campus, which um, works to help people that are marginalized or are going through some sort of um, crisis experience in their life. Um, and we um, walk alongside of them and um, offer case management through a period of time and resource coordination. So that's one thing. Another, uh, another organization that Buncombe Street is very tied to is Circles. It was actually started here at Buncombe Street. And it's a 18 to 24 month mentor program, um, and it, amazing. And then the other thing I think that is really unique or special is the word I would use is every single group here, whether it's a Sunday school group or um, youth or the women's group, every group has a mission aspect to it or a mission focus. And that's amazing. You know, we are really mission-minded. It is at our core at Buncombe Street, and that's that's a great thing. Yeah, I've I've kind of told people like I feel like missions is it is almost a foundational pillar of this church. It's a it's a core value, if you will. It, it is something that is so ingrained to the culture here, um, and part of that is just it's through it's been through leadership through you know, you and, and some of your predecessors have really laid the groundwork for like, look, we're going to be a church that's not just about us. We're going to be outward facing. Um, and, and certainly there's always room to grow in that respect. And, and we're trying to do that constantly. And you have, 
you have this stir weekend coming up that hopefully is going to even just inspire more of that. Cause we have, we do all the time have new Sunday school classes and new small groups. And like, like I know just because of my connection to the Genesis class that just started when they started meeting together before they even started, they said, you know, one of the things we want to do is we want to have, we want to be serving. We want to have some kind of project, some kind of mission that we are focused on. And you know, that's, that just speaks to the the level that it is ingrained here. Um, and so just to tease a little bit, we are over the next three weeks going to have some of our mission partners on the podcast as we transition out of this back in the habit series and move towards the stir weekend. Um, and so you and I have worked together on that and I think that's going to be really fun for folks to hear. Um, but I would love to know from you, what is one challenge that you would offer up to our members in 2022. You know, we talk about setting habits and, and challenging ourselves uh, at the beginning of the year. So what's a challenge you would offer up to folks in this area of service this year? I think I'm going to answer that in two parts. So the first one is actually to come to Missions Impact Weekend, March 4th through 6th. So this is when 20 of our partners will be here from our local, regional, and international organizations so come meet them and through participation through our members coming it offers so much encouragement and support it is tough to work in this nonprofit world especially to be a missionary um, and they need our encouragement and support it's really easy to write a check and um, and, and, and say that that's our support, it means so much more to be in relationship with these folks. So please come meet them, hang out with them, build relationship, learn about what they do. And then my second challenge would be, once you do that and you connect with these people, then try something new. You know, if you're not praying consistently for someone, commit to doing that. Commit to praying for a missionary that maybe serves in North Africa or Jordan, um, or commit to doing some sort of local service that you've never done before that maybe seems a little scary. Um, Just try something new. You know, one thing we don't talk about a whole lot here and something that I'm trying to really hone in on is God calls us to be active and to serve in all the areas, um, locally, regionally, and internationally. And I think a lot of times we get kind of um, a a myopic view of, okay, if I just serve in Greenville, that's great, my box is checked. But in Acts Acts 1-8, he calls us to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So we need to be active in all of those areas. Yeah, no, that's that's a good word. I love that. So I would love to give you a chance as we wrap up today to share any final thoughts you have, anything you want to say um, to the folks listening and to the folks at the church just as we as we wrap up this series and as we wrap up this episode. Yeah. Um, well, aside from that challenge that I just threw down with your last question, I just want to say thank you to everyone who does so much for missions. Um, just the response to everything has has always been 100%, and I'm just so grateful for everybody's support of missions and outreach here at Buncombe Street. 
Well, Mignon, thank you for being a part of this episode. And to all of you listening, until next time, grace and peace to you all. Thank you.